everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, before we get into today's new episode, I just want to say a big thanks to everyone who voted in our recent uh, Tournament of Champions polls on Twitter. Uh, for those who missed it, we set out to answer the question uh, asked to us by uh, Taisho uh, during our anniversary Q&A about which one of our player characters would win in a giant battle royale. <laughs> and uh, after five rounds of voting, our original surly elf rogue, Enerve, uh, came out on top. Uh, we had a lot of fun throughout the whole week of voting, uh, so we might do something similar again in future. Uh, maybe like a tournament of villains or something. Uh, who knows? Uh, <laughs> watch this space. Uh, uh, Alright then, so uh, I'm super happy that we finally made it to this new storyline that we're starting with uh, with this episode. Uh, as long-time listeners will know, this has uh, kind of been a long time coming. <laughs> uh, we recorded and put out the Session Zero for this group uh, way back in March, so uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, without any further ado then, I guess, uh, let's not wait any longer. Uh, enjoy. Okay, everyone, welcome to a brand new uh, D&D storyline. Uh, for those who missed our uh, Session Zero episode that we put out a little while back, uh, why don't each of you introduce yourselves and the character you're going to be playing? Let's start with Shams. Hi, everyone. Uh, so, I'm Shams, as was stated. Uh, I'm playing a character called Erebus. He is an Aarakocra... Well, Aarakocra Paladin Druid. More Druid. Um... <laughs> Are we going with Tropical Druid? No, I feel like... I, I like Tropical Druid, personally. Sounds very <laughs> acapella-ish. Sounds also like a drink. Um, <laughs> I'm really picturing him wearing, like, a Hawaiian shirt now, though, which is not probably <laughs> not what you had in mind. He's, it doesn't, he's Holiday Dad. That's <laughs> it doesn't all. quite say <laughs> Seagull. No. It he, says more Macaw. Yeah, he, he's, he's on island time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, basically, he's a giant seagull. Awesome. Uh, he looks after a fishing village. And, well, he did. And now he's ready for a new adventure, basically. Awesome. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, Katie? Hello, I'm Katie. Um, I'm playing an egg Ganassi sorcerer called Celeste. She is a hardcore conspiracy theorist. Doesn't really like the company of others. Who does, though? Uh, that's very true. So I'm going to take it personally now. <laughs> I think we'll get on. We'll be fine. I'll convert you the to whole the first conspiracy episode theories. is going to be just, like... Hardcore PvP attacking each other for social, <laughs> like <laughs> you will be my friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> awesome. Sorry, I kind of interrupted your description there. With the, no, it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. To be fair, she's okay. just very much a conspiracy theorist. Very weird. Very, very weird. Very erratic. Very eccentric. Yeah, cool. everything's an omen. You know, <laughs> kind of deal. When is it not? And finally, Liam. Hey, uh, I am playing uh, Fane, the Shadarkai elf. He is a Grave Domain cleric, and I'm pretty much decked out in cleric-based things right now, including my my goddess's holy symbol and also a, a cleric T-shirt. In real life, they were yes. talking. Yeah, yeah, yes, in real life, <laughs> I am full nerd right now. Yeah. Are we saying that your character is also wearing a flannel shirt, though? Or as much as I want that, a bit more goth, maybe. <laughs> As much as I want that, no. Yeah. Did we say he's a, a cleric of the Raven Queen? Yes, he is yeah. a cleric of the Raven Queen. Awesome. Uh, okay, so without any further ado, uh, let's jump into this brand new storyline. Throughout the land of Valana, the long hot summer of 1307 is finally coming to a close. It's been a strange year thus far. Rumours of a village trapped in a bubble have made their way far and wide, although the forces of the king and the wizards of the Grand Arcanium of Valane have done their best to assure the populace that such tales are ridiculous. Elsewhere, the famous pirate captain Pettigrew Pete Smiles made a daring escape from the impenetrable prison known as the Crag and hasn't been heard of since. Closer to home, just in the past few weeks, there is talk of a rising star in the Explorers Guild making the first successful climb of the legendary Winged Peak in generations. For the farmers of the vast rolling plains of Valana's Golden Plateau, however, the end of the summer means only one thing, the final harvest of the year. 
Sandwiched between the forbidding Cloudkeep Mountains and the border with the neighbouring country of Ashala, the hearty folk of the plateau take pride in working the land, feeding the nation, and earning a restful Ottoman winter full of celebration. We will start our tale by joining the first of our protagonists, Fane, our goth-out cleric. <laughs> Fane, uh, you've been travelling for the last couple of days uh, in the company of uh, several other clerics of varying faiths uh, towards the village of Alfred Mill to take part in the annual Harvest End Festival. As I said, you're travelling in the company of other clerics, uh, three in fact. There is a very elderly halfling who's introduced himself to you as High Priest Ribbin, uh, who you found out is a cleric of Eluna. He's uh, super old, and uh, you've realised since meeting him, mostly deaf. Uh, he'll, he's quite softly spoken, but uh, any time anybody really says anything to him, it's quite clear that he hasn't really got any idea what's been said to him. Yeah. Um, but he's decked out in sort of quite shimmery, kind of clearly quite old robes but they're, they're fairly sort of um, you can tell he's quite, a, quite high up in his sort of branch of the church of yeah. uh, Eluna um, also with him and you is a uh, female dragonborn priestess of Bahamut who's um, you've kind of gotten the idea is the most sort of professional kind of of the three of them she's sort of um, she's not kind of like disapproving at all or anything, but um, while the other other couple are sort of, they'll exchange the odd joke or have a laugh, she sort of seems quite focused on the job at hand, which Very is... professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's sort of um, kind of haughty, a little... Again, not rude to you, but sort of... Gives me a lot of stink eye. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you can tell she's not going to take any... Not, not, not going to take any shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Dragonborn is Priestess Semrin, and again, she's sort of... You, you you have a tough time aging dragonborn um you put her maybe sort of a little bit past middle age for a dragonborn um what scale color is she bronze i'm very sorry trying <laughs> <laughs> right on the spot um <laughs> so yes and your final uh traveling companion is a human priestess of lathander called uh, priestess Alyssa. Again, she's she sort of, you put a middle-aged kind of human. She's very friendly. Um, she's been the most talkative with you on the road. Um, so, yes, the, the cart is winding its way uh, along a um, kind of, not a sort of gravel track, but kind of the, the main sort of road to, uh, to Alfred Mill. Okay. Um, shall, I, shall I describe Fane, what Fane you can looks do, like? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh... Fane is this weird mishmash of, like, a lightly armoured kind of street thief combined with a very tattered, robed priest. Okay. Um, he has light grey uh, robes with, like, hints of white in them mm -hmm. um, that have, like, the braces, a bit of the chest piece, like, greaves and uh, shoulders there, has, like, leather armour uh, strapped on. Uh, the robes are very well made, very recent, like much more like recently made than his uh, other armor, but it's very road worn. Probably one of the few bits of clothing he owns, if not the only bit of clothing. So almost, almost like you had the armor for a while before. And yeah, you... and he kind of strapped that yeah, yeah. makeshift onto the robes there as part okay. of it. Um, he is uh, gray skinned, some hints of like almost kind of like vine tattoos hinting at the edge of his neck. Very, very like off-white hair that's long and uneven, but like tied back into like a like Geralt of Rivia kind of like half tail. Okay. Um, kind yeah. of kind of a man bun going on. Kind of, yeah. Just like, just like a, oh, I need this out of my eyes. This okay. would do sort yeah, of yeah. thing. Um, so you, he's not one for real like style he's going for kind of no he's like this chic. is in my this is in my yeah essentially he's like this is in my eyes get out of there yeah, yeah um he has like a satchel on that's very very like tattered and worn um the only thing that's well the only things that look well kept are the kind of slightly battle-worn like buckler shield that he wet that he has like kind of leaned up next to him mm -hmm. a um uh dagger which is kind of hanging on his belt and a this is probably the most well well crafted 
air quotations i just realized in this <laughs> recording um thing that is strapped to the satchel is a dark black like dark gray black uh plague doctor mask okay um which is very very functional has um, some slight like like patterning to it other than the robes that's all that has like some sort of like visual like kind of like engraving not engraving but like a little bit of sort yeah, of yeah a bit of like decoration to it there this okay. is slightly worn but seems to be like in better nick than everything else there. right okay it's hanging on his hanging on his belt there and yeah he has a very kind of like kind of strange like very suspicious kind of demeanor kind of keep trying to keep to himself but very but very quickly engaged with everyone else okay all right so yeah as i say you've been kind of on the road for about a day or so would you say you uh, set off with them, or did you kind of find them later? Maybe sort of stumble across them, um, sort of on the road, noticing, re- recognizing fellow clerics, even if they're not. Oh yeah, definitely picked up on the road. Okay, yeah, um, very like hitchhiker style, mm. um, where you kind of like spotted them and kind of flagged them down, kind of realized what they were, and then was kind of like, oh, shall I, shall I join you? Shall I join you guys? I'm also a cleric. Mm. <laughs> Kind of be like lift up the tattered. Hello kind there, of, fellow clerics. Yeah, hello, yeah. hello there, fellow clerics. He had a skateboard <laughs> hanging on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, oh, um, one thing I should probably mention: uh, around his neck is a dull steel, silvery, like raven skull-shaped uh, pendant that okay. is like his holy symbol. Yeah. It just kind of peeks out underneath the the cloak. Alrighty. Um, Pretty important thing for a cleric. I should have pointed that out actually. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so the uh, you sort of round a bend in the road. The the um, the uh, the dragonborn uh, priestess Semrin is is sort of the one who's kind of been in charge of the horses. You get the feeling like she she's maybe been the one who kind of was organised this year's uh, trip out to the um, the harvest festival. As I say, uh, priestess Elissa has been uh, the most kind of friendly to you throughout the whole trip. Uh, she sort of turns to you and says. So is this this your first your first time in Alfred Mill? Is it uh, was it Fane, wasn't it? Uh, yes. <clears throat> and he kind of very awkwardly kind of shrugs against the armor that he's wearing. Um, <laughs> the kind of ill-fitting, or um, it mm, it fit it fits him well, but he looks like he's like it's very makeshift. Right. Okay. Because like the armor's like not meant to be put onto cleric robes. Right. right, right um. Yeah. yeah, I've uh, not really made my way out to this sort of area that much there mostly kept from cities and small towns oh it's it's very nice you you really should get out here more often um i've been making this trip well the last 10 years or so over with uh well with with ribbon over there he's well i think he's been going for nearly 100 years <laughs> well, isn't I... that right ribbon and in the corner he's like, <laughs> i do hope they have the cider contest again <laughs> i i like him already Oh, a drinker, are you, as well? Uh, sometimes. Depends if I can afford it or not. You, you sort of see the uh, the Dragonborn kind of looking at you, sort of not disapproving, but kind of a little bit of a raise <laughs> of the, <laughs> the eyebrow. I kind of give her a very kind of like speculative look. Does... I'm not sure if... Well, I'm, I'm quite perceptive. Does she look like she comes from money? Make an insight check. Ooh. First roll of the game. <laughs> I'm good at that. 16 16 okay it's uh it's tough to tell but she's got like the like the the tailoring on her her clothing is quite fine um you haven't met many priests or priestesses of bahamut yeah so you, you can't really judge as to whether this is like standard or not but at the very least you can tell she takes quite good care of her vestments and things it's possible she comes from money but um you can't really sort of tell because she's she's sort of fully decked out in um well, in full sort of, uh, kind of official looking sort of, um... Yeah, I don't really have a point of, of reference to No, it. no, as opposed to, like, I will say, the other two don't seem to be, like, as formally dressed, I will say. Um, Ribbon is pretty much just in, like, a kind of tattered kind of... Almost looks a little bit like a dressing gown <laughs> sort of thing. Um, as I say, kind of quite shimmery and kind of like it might have been fine at one point. Yeah, but now it's... But he's he's a little bit... Old. He's got his holy symbol that is all quite shiny. That is the symbol of the moon. Uh, but compared to Semrin, his, um, his look is a little bit more kind of like... He's, he's almost... If you didn't have the shimmery robe, you would guess he's just a, a guy in some clothes. Yeah, just not sort a of guy. thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, I shoot a respective look, but don't scowl as yeah. much as I would initially. Mm. 
And so uh, uh, Alyssa turns to, so sort of a little bit shouting to get over the deafness of um, uh, of Ribbon. So, yes, I'm sure they'll have the cider again, Ribbon. You know you like that one. Ribbon <laughs> of the local doesn't does me good. <laughs> yes. She uh, she gives you a sort of a little bit of a knowing look and kind of leaning in, sort of uh, whispering, says. Uh, he does like a bit of a drink, this one, <laughs> but it's uh, it's all for the best, I think. Uh, he spends most of his time minding his shrine on the mountainside above Midrest Keep. Good to get him out and about in the countryside now and then, I think. Yeah, I imagine so. I mean, is he okay? He looks like he's talking to the to that bush over there. I don't think he can see very well. Oh, he'll he'll do that. Yes, it's fine. Don't worry about it. That's just him. Right. Um, kind of like. Slightly kind of impassive there. He doesn't really seem to look very emotional, but he kind okay. of seems to react normally to everything there. But he just has a very neutral kind of like resting. Yeah, resting cleric face. Resting cleric face. <laughs> uh, at this moment, the cart kind of rounds a bend in the road, and you sort of get your first look uh, at uh, Alfred Mill itself. The uh, the most prominent feature you can see, which sort of immediately catches your eye, is a very large water mill on the uh, the western side of the village. Uh, it seems to be constructed of a mixture of uh, quite sturdy looking stone and uh, thick timbers, which you might guess have come from the nearby uh, Nephridil forest just to the south. Uh, the mill actually seems to be such a prominent feature that you would maybe guess that it's what gave the village its name. Uh, and uh, well, as for the village itself, uh, it seems fairly substantial from what you can see. Uh, from where you are, you can see a, a decent number of houses and other buildings sort of nestled amongst and around a fair number of uh, large trees. Uh, all around the village, as you look about, uh, there's a sort of uh, the sort of sea of rolling farmers' fields, which you've uh, become quite used to here on the Golden Plateau. Okay. Um, so yeah, you get your your first look down at the village. Um, the one thing, actually, can I? Can you um, give me a perception check? Ooh, unless, you, unless you don't care about what you're looking at. I I very much care. Okay. Uh, same again. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, you can just about kind of through some trees see uh, what looks to be quite a large kind of um, marquee tent being uh, erected. It looks to be um, kind of a mixture of purples and reds, and um, yeah, that that seems to be being put up. You would, uh, what you would guess would be the festival grounds. Marvelous. Okay, yep. I kind of like see that, kind of take a note of it, sort of where it is in relation to everything else. And hmm. yeah, it's kind of like I've kind of sat up a little bit um, to kind of keep an eye on sort of like what's going down and then decide to sit back down for the last bit of the journey. Kind of enjoying not having to walk all the way here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've been doing a lot of wandering around the countryside on foot, then. Pretty much, I I can't really afford like cart travel. Kind of like try, maybe like sneak my way onto some like passing like uh, like merchant caravans if possible there. But they're normally a bit harder yeah. because they're normally guarded. But I I mostly just kind of have walked the place there. His boots are fucking wrecked, <laughs> um, and the, they are like held together by like scraps of like like some belts that he might have like. Yeah like pinched or just like some makeshift bit of leather there but like they're the most worn things on him there also mm. probably the only pair he owns okay he's a very well, ramshackle cleric <laughs> you need a good pair of boots if you're going to be doing a lot of walking so essentially yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay uh, so yeah as you look your cart starts heading down towards the village celeste hello you are woken by the, uh, the sound of a, a cockerel crowing. You've been uh, staying for the last little while in the uh, the barn of a farm a couple of miles outside of Alfred Mill, uh, owned by uh, a man named uh, Oscar Mason. He runs the farm with his uh, teenage son. Uh, his wife uh, tragically passed away a couple of years previously, um, and he's doing his best. This is the whole. This is the whole campaign. There's no conflict. There's just. There's a lot of tragic backstories. And doing his yeah. best. <laughs> no, so um, <laughs> um, but yeah, as I say, you've been kind of staying um, in exchange for doing a few kind of odd jobs around the farm. You've you've sort of he's given you a place to sort of um, rest and that and uh, 
sort of stay. Can um, I make a request? Sure, yeah. Can I have some goat friends? And then I just like sort of talk to them. And... Oh, no, you've totally got goat friends. Oh, thank yeah, you. they live in the barn with you. Yeah, they're my friends. Yeah. What are I they talk called? to them, they talk to me. I haven't fallen that far. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get um, back to it. There's this one called Fred. <laughs> There's one called Balthazar. <gasps> one called Baphomet. Yeah. Totally, just completely, yeah. yeah. And there's one called Slick Ted. Slick <laughs> Ted. Okay. He's real greasy. He's, he's the cool guy. That, oh, he's he's the, watch that, oh, that greasy yeah. goat. <laughs> and he's the, he's the coolest goat you've ever met. <laughs> okay. If he, if he was human, you get the feeling he'd be wearing sunglasses 24-7. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He struts around the farmyard like he owns the place. I do. I will not remember those goat names. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> you're, you're. Plot twist: He does own the place. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you're woken up by the, the crowing of a cockerel, and um, you can hear already out in the kind of the, va- the farm yard uh, sounds of um, somebody moving about. You're not sure if it's um, uh, Oscar or his son uh, Jake, but uh, yeah. You are you are awake and staring at the ceiling of a barn. I'm going to get up mm-hmm. and just have a chat with my goats. Yeah. You know, like the morning kind of ritual. Um, make sure that they've slept well. Make sure that they're all okay. <laughs> are, are you just chatting to them, or are you casting speak with animals, or what, are you doing um, anything? I'm just going to chat with them. Like yeah. this is this is pure, you know, innocent. She's just friends with her goats. Oh, that's fair. No magic yeah, yeah, involved. Yeah. No, it's all good. The magic is friendship. Yeah. <laughs> that's close but legally distinct enough from a certain pony show for us to get away with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the, the goats are pretty, you know, a couple of them paying attention. Slick Rick is. Um, no, Slick. 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 <laughs> what was his name? Slick, Slick Ted. Ted. <laughs> Slick Ted doesn't seem as kind of, you know, sort of. He's busy kind of doing his own thing because you get the feeling he's a bit of a free spirit. Yeah. Um, he's the renegade. Yeah, he's the renegade, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he's stuck upside down on a tree somewhere. He's, just, he's, doing, he's practicing, like, backflips up against the... Um, other goats. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's just the annoying one that sort of jumps on yeah, them. Yeah. And... If, they were, if it was the chipmunks, he'd be the, uh, the, uh, the Alvin of the group. Yeah. 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 He's like, I am the main goat. Yeah. <laughs> It's me, the main goat. I am going to write down those goat names because <laughs> so I feel like they're going to come then. up. Fred, Slick Ted, Balthazar, and Baphomet. Yeah. Balthazar and Baphomet would be brothers. Yes. Um, and they're like the. I would consider them edgy emo teenagers of the group. Yeah. Um, Slick Ted is very confident again he'll just go up and headbutt another goat just for just for the lols um and fred is like the chill one he sleeps a lot um we have like very good conversations about nature um look at grass yeah he he just he enjoys his grass who doesn't that's I mean. not anything <laughs> um, <laughs> basically he's a stoner goat um he's very chill he enjoys his grass he likes, yeah yeah he loves his nature he'll cloud watch he's loving life those are my goats basically awesome. <laughs> those are my goats <laughs> so yeah you, you spend a little bit of time catching up with your goat buddies <laughs> yeah. um as you do as you do yeah no yeah you know <laughs> That's what happens when you, you crash in a barn. You've got to make friends there. Exactly. Um, Basically, her children at this point. <laughs> yeah. Your boys. Your boys. Knocking <laughs> out of the barn with your boys. Mm. Yeah. Um, Both the doors open, and there's just a weird gust of wind as we all walk. Like I'm in the middle, and then I've got two each like, side of me, and it's crew. just like yeah, yeah, yeah like slow mo kind of. Action scene vibe. Yeah, I'm so just you, picturing you, Slick Ted just doing like a little Irish jig, like in the background. <laughs> like the rest of you are walking out, like strutting, and he's just like jigging his own little thing, backflips off a wall. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that happens um, as you leave the barn. <laughs> Every you morning, and, you and your goat crew. Yeah, you've got the choreography right down by Hell now. Yeah. yeah, it took a little bit of time. Um, you're thinking maybe like. A bit of smoke wouldn't, you know, like a cool entrance wouldn't go yeah. amiss, but um, it's a bit too early for that. You're not sure quite how Slick Ted would uh, 
<laughs> would like react to it. Yeah. Um, Farmer's son is resting, off. so he couldn't quite fan up the hay mm. in the way that you were fanning. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, so you exit the barn, and uh, you can see uh, Oscar and Jake are in the yard. Uh, they seem to be loading up a uh, cart full of a few uh, crates of uh, what looks like some varying kind of supplies like there's some there's some fresh vegetables there there's a couple of sort of um i was about to say like cans of milk but i don't know if we have cans jugs yeah there's a couple of big milk barrels yeah yeah no i know this thing yeah yeah, yeah yeah they've got a lot of they're putting a lot of shit on a cart and um <laughs> it's a manure cart <laughs> no not literally but yeah um they're putting a lot of um, what looks like sort of varying kind of like supplies onto a cart. It looks like quite a lot. I mean, this is um, more kind of stuff than you'd expected them to be sort of taking if they were just heading into town or anything. Um, Oscar kind of looks up as you as you, as you come out. Ah, oh, uh, morning. Sleep well. I did. Thank you. Um, uh, we've we've had a we've had a catch up. My goats and I. Uh, go good to uh, see you uh, keeping them in line. I see. Uh, I don't. I don't keep them in line. They keep me in line, my friend. He's sort of <laughs> kind of a little bit like you get the feeling, and you've gotten this throughout the time that you've kind of stayed there. I mean, how how long would you say you've you've, you've stayed been staying with them? Um, I mean, long enough to make a bond with the goats. I was going to say long enough also to trust them because obviously, if she's yeah. like her backstory i want her to be very very like it takes a lot for her to trust someone mm. so yeah so like a, a reasonable amount of time that she's yeah. actually like okay these guys are chill they're not lizards in disguise spying on me yeah i mean you can never be 100 percent sure but you're no, pretty she's sure still, like wary but yeah. you know yeah it's fine um but yeah he's kind of he's still you get the feeling he's still kind of a little bit taken aback by some of the stuff you you say sometimes understandable um <laughs> And um, so, oh well, uh, yeah, uh, good stuff. Um, well, I, I, le- I left some breakfast out for you on the table, but uh, Jake and I are going to uh, take some supplies up to Whalehand and his boys up in the mountains uh, before we head in for the uh, the festival uh, later. If you uh, wanted to uh, wanted to meet us in town, um, I'll have to see what my tea leaves say. I don't know whether anything is going to happen. You know those kind of days. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. But you be safe. Uh, yeah, th- thanks. Um, uh, we're we're going to be a couple of hours. I mean, it's, it's about ten ten miles up to the up the mountains, up to the mine, and uh, I say then back to town. So, um, I mean, feel free to take uh, take the other horse into town if that's how, how you want to you want to do it. If you, if you want if you feel like if the tea leaves lead you that way, that's, they uh, might. I yeah. might take. I might, yes. Okay. okay. I'll have a word with the horse and see if they uh you know, are happy for, for us to both go into town. If a leaf drops in your path, turn around three times in a circle and touch your son on on his head and you'll be safe. Okay? Oh, okay, sure, yeah. Uh, you see his son kind of looking around and it's like, it's getting towards the end of summer, there's a lot of leaves brown on the trees. You get the feeling like this is bigger if... <laughs> You, You'll sense if it's a bad leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not every leaf is a bad leaf, but there's some leaf, are no. some are real bastards. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind <laughs> of sneaky leaves. Yeah. So he, his son is kind of looking around. He's, he get, you know, he's he's not quite sure what to make of either. But he's sort of um, the son has always been a bit quiet, mm. sort of. Nah, you get the feeling maybe he was a, sort of um, quite affected by his uh, his mother dying, so he doesn't really talk to anybody except his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, his dad sort of roughly saying, "Goes all right. Well, uh, keep an eye out for leaves, then, son." And uh, they uh, they kind of finish loading on the on the cart and uh, give you a wave and set off out out the farm gate, sort of pointing uh, towards the mountains. And um, this isn't the first you've heard of the, um, the the place that they're going. There um, there is a small uh, dwarven mining outpost uh, called Alehands Folly, uh, say about ten miles out of town, up in the sort of um, foothills of the cloud keep mountains you don't know much about it just that you know he it doesn't it's not suspicious that he'd be going there especially to drop off supplies and things um so yeah you are in the left alone in the uh the farmyard as i said he, he said he'd left you some breakfast but it's up to you what you would like to do um i'll go have some breakfast i'll 
I'll like feed the goats. I'll maybe offer them some breakfast, depending on what it is. Okay. Um, I'll go have a chat with the horse, mm. just Let's to see what we're doing. Make an animal handling check. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Yeah, the horse is pretty friendly. Um, seems basically gives you the uh, the animal equivalent of like I'm off or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> not in so many words. Can but... horses shrug? Yes. This one, this one definitely can. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. And um, and he does sort of like that's Scooby Doo. Um, he, he sounds a bit like Scooby Doo because okay. um, I can't do a horse noise. That's fine. Um, um, but yeah, the horse is up for whatever. So it, it is up to you whether you want to um, head into town or um, or not. Is it like a sort of like a big town? Like what sort of that? It's um, it's it's not the biggest. Uh, it's a, it's a kind of village of maybe two three hundred people at most. Um, okay. You have heard uh, Oscar's talked about the the festival and the run up because he's he's sort of sent some supplies ahead in to it. It's, a, it's kind of the, um, I mean, this isn't a new thing. This is this happens kind of all over the area. The sort of end of summer kind of harvest celebration. Okay. And uh, you get the feeling like there's two three hundred people maybe in the who live in the village. This sort of thing tends to pull in people from farms kind of all around the uh, the area. So it might be a few more people there than that. But it's I say it's not a huge town. It's it's kind of decent number of um houses and a couple of pubs but mm-hmm. yeah and the, of course the, the the mill that i'd um described to uh to to fane earlier but uh yes she'll go and like watch from the outskirts kind of like suss it out yeah see what the scene's like yeah back yeah. to the wall kind of deal like nothing can be behind her okay. just in case yeah yeah you taking the horse or are you, you just gonna um i'd say oscar's farm is probably about three miles out of town I'll take the horse, you know, get him out. Yeah, give him a give him a run out. Yeah. Yeah. He okay. seems like pretty down for it, so. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, he's up for whatever, so mm. yeah, that's cool. Um, all right, so yeah, you uh, you leave the farm after uh, having your breakfast and feeding the goats, and Slicked Head is it gives you like a, <laughs> a, a sort of a nod of a, a nod of respect. <laughs> the tea leaves say it's fine to leave the farm. Yeah. Do you want to do like a tea leaves thing? Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. I have no idea how we're going to do this. I've got no idea. That's fine. Um, D one hundred. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's just let's make this. Yeah. Roll D one hundred and um, just tell me the number that comes up. Uh, sixty. Sixty. Yeah, you get um, you're getting a fairly good feeling about um about the day, although something uh, something you can't quite put your finger on is sort of bothering you in the tea leaves pattern but by and large it seems like a positive kind of positive deal okay hmm hmm Erebus you've been uh, staying in Alfred Mill for uh, about a week now you're quite some distance from your home in the coastal village of Fairshore, uh, but what brought you inland was uh, a mission of sorts. Uh, a young girl by the name of Sylvie, a daughter of a wealthy landowner in Fairshore, was kidnapped, and being the defender of the people that you are, you set off in pursuit. Uh, roughly a week ago, you finally managed to track down the kidnappers uh, not too far from Alfred Mill, and managed to bring them to justice and rescue Sylvie from their clutches. In the battle, however, you were wounded, and you've spent the last week or so uh, recuperating and uh, waiting for a coach to bring Sylvie and, uh, well, you, if you decide to go with her, <laughs> back home again to Fairshore. Uh, for the week, you've been staying in an inn called the Misty Oak. Um, there's two inns in town. The Misty Oak is kind of kind of travel uh, caters more to sort of travellers and visitors to the town. It's a bit quieter, you know. It's a bit more of a kind of like I wouldn't call it a hotel, but it's kind of like a coaching inn with like a sort of small bar downstairs. Um, locals don't really go in there so much. I mean, it's not you know it's not empty, but yeah, it's it's a bit of a sort of quieter scene. The other inn in town, the Goat and Cabbage, is a bit of a lively uh, a bit of a livelier sort of drinking den the um the the local the the mill workers and the farmers and stuff um they get proper drunk in there okay okay i am good at describing um <laughs> but yes you've been kind of recuperating uh in a room or well in the, in the misty oak anyway yeah you have a you've lodgings in there so um that's where you are you again sort of by this point let's say it's kind of early morning 
looking out of the window of the Misty Oak, you can see there is a large tent going up in a kind of open sort of uh, field next to the river. And uh, some other sort of stalls and things seem to be being constructed. Uh, no sort of signs that you can read from this distance, uh, even though you've got you know pretty good eyesight as a sea eagle. Um, you are you know you're sort of you're not kind of right on the thing, but you can sort of see it from the distance that you're at. What would you like to do? Okay. Um, so I guess I'm gonna wake up, stand up, stretch out my wings. As you do. Do a little bit of grooming. Got to check them, you know, as you do. Got to be done. <laughs> yeah, got to groom them. Um, got to go downstairs, and I think I'm gonna work my way down to the river. I might, might fly, um, and see whether anybody needs any help in terms of setting up tents, because sure. I've, I've got a better vantage point than they do. So I mean, yeah, okay. Why not? You um, you kind of wing your way down to the uh, the river. Um, as I say, there's quite large sort of uh, field that stuff's being set up in. As you kind of get closer, you can see the large tent. Um, it doesn't really look like any villagers are setting that one up. That one seems to be some people that you don't recognise. There's a couple of um, quite large wagons kind of been circled round um, just under some of the trees that um, seem to be kind of affiliated with that. And the whole um, proceeding of the, the putting up of the marquee seems to be being directed by a, uh, a halfling with a, a sort of kind of pointy purple beard who's sort of shouting kind of not not like kind of angrily but sort of in a sort of quite forceful way to a um a pair of tabaxi and a goliath who are sort of struggling to um kind of get the tent up properly you can hear him say no 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 you're off center you're off center god this is just like that mess back in hog trotter come on get it together i'm just gonna try and Okay, so are you landing or are you just kind of doing nope, a flyby? I'm just going to do like a little flyby. Okay. I'm just going to, you know, like when you see like, town. basically going to get there. I'm just going to swoop by and then just swoop a little bit closer and kind of like okay. a metronome kind of style, yeah, just yeah, getting yeah. closer to the environment. Just like, mm-hmm. you look like you could use some help. You kind of like, as you go on that, like that final kind of pass, he kind of ducks, you know, because he was paying attention to the... Um, the tent going up, and suddenly this large bird person has sort of swung past him, shouting about needing help. Oh, oh, what? Well, yes, any help would be good. I keep but, uh, swooping over him for yeah. this conversation. <laughs> Picture me like a giant keeps, ass he, mosquito, yeah, just he, like he ducks. It, yeah, <laughs> he ducks every time, and you get the, he's got this kind of look on his eyes, like he's hearing what you're saying, but he's also seeing your talons and that. So they're, he's they're a little so bit blessing. unsure of like. What the what's going on? You get the feeling maybe he hasn't seen an Arakokra before, um, so he's a bit sort of like he doesn't quite know what the deal is, sort of thing. I gather this vibe and I kind of like turn just midair and just cock my head in a particular way that's more owl-like than sea eagle. Okay. And just kind of look. I was going to say the the sea eagle beak is quite sharp and pointed oh, yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's got its own little sparkle because it's that mm. sharp. Um, <laughs> like an anime kind of ding sort basically, of Basically, yeah. yeah. It's like a teeth ding, but that's my beak. Um, yeah, and I just kind of like go up to, well, I, I kind of stop midair, mm-hmm. flap my large majestic wings. They're very majestic. Um, and just kind of tilt my head. It's in the character head. description. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, majestic's in there. It's like it's, it's just subtitle. Majestic. Um, Flies majestically. Yes, yeah. everything is majestic. Dash majestic. Stealth, um, stealth majestic. Basically, yeah. yeah. Well, you did your grooming, you know, so I mean... Of course, yeah. of course. He's, he's got to look good as a seagull. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just kind of like flaps a little bit, builds up a little bit of a gust. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, in bird culture, it is polite to speak back. I said, would you like some help? You yes, look yeah, like you would use yes, some help. Please, yes, yes, help. Yes, please help. Thank you. You said it was off-center. It is, yes. How is it off-center? Well, they haven't gotten the, the hook over the top properly. I mean... That's... Okay. And I just kind of grab it and go up. Okay. Um, can I get a... Just a straight strength check from you, please. Okay. This is going to go horribly wrong. <laughs> mm, seven. Seven. Okay. You're having a bit of trouble. Um... It, I'm bluffing it. It's early morning. Yeah, it's, it's early. You've just gotten up. Um, I'm, I'm, as far as they're concerned, I'm still recuperating. I'm still doing like a strained, like, oh, it's so hard. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you feel like a bit of a twinge and that. So um, 
I was recently in a battle. It was very hard won. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, that's fine. I mean, any help is, is, is good help, I suppose. He's sort of shouting up to you, but you're having a bit of trouble kind of hanging on because as soon as you grab the kind of top bit, you realise it's also got the whole body of the tent hanging from it. So you're having a bit of trouble kind of lifting it. He has like little sweat beads just dropping down his head and he just does like this little head flick that's like, I've got this. I can do this. <laughs> do, worth it. do birds sweat? Yeah. Not really, but he does. As a seagull, he perspires occasionally. Sure. We'll go with it. <laughs> with tiny sh- tiny shimmers yeah, as yeah. it goes. It's it yeah, visually he can you know, it, it adds to the whole I'm struggling kind of kind yeah, of Yeah, he's he's very dramatic in his strain. Like you can see that he's like Okay. Oh, this is difficult, but I'm majestic. <laughs> it's very like maybe she's Maybelline, like kind yeah, of like. I'm struggling, oh. but I'm looking good while doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's very much his vibe. <laughs> okay. Well, let's say then that it does actually take you quite a bit of effort then to. Um, well, I, I I beat my wings and like. Yeah. A... It, it, you were hoping to swoop in and just very quickly kind of like say almost save the day sort of thing. I am just they're gonna appreciate me as I do it and yeah. I'm gonna take forever. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it takes you a good couple of minutes to get it sort of centered and and um but you do get it in, you know, sort of up on up onto the top of the pole properly and everything and um sort of like flapping back down to the um the, the sort of assembled people on the on the ground and kind of Exchanging a couple of well, uh, yeah, thank you, thank you for your for your help. Uh, I bet that would have taken you all day. Well, he kind of looks at his sort of the other people and says, "Well, with this lot, maybe yes." <laughs> I hope you'll be coming to the show later. Mm, I might be convinced. Good, good. He sort of hands you. Um, he sort of pats down his um his pockets. Here you go. And he hands you a flyer, and it says, uh, "Marvelous Marvolo's uh, Spectacular Traveling Circus" on it. That certainly seems like my kettle of fish. In in my culture, in bird culture, we have something similar to this. It's it's more elaborate, but but yes, I think this will do. A simple human affair, or not quite human. You do not appear to be human, but for me, compared to me, you're human. You're rather bold in compared to me, but you know, um, yes, it seems like a good affair to come come and see. Thanks. I think. Yes, okay. Well, yeah, well, we look forward Take to seeing you. Take a compliment, man. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> it just it was quite long. And we were, I wasn't sure that... Yeah, 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 thank you. Yes, we will be... Wonder, it will be um, most... Uh, you, you're most welcome at the show later. He does like another head flick that's very like... <laughs> I'm majestic. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> okay, and um, the, the others uh, sort of go back to sort of uh, unloading some some crates and things into the tent at this point he just kind of looks at them says praise me and then takes up to the sky <laughs> he says opposite, that yeah <laughs> fair enough he, as, as he leaves you just hear a praise me as he goes can you make a charisma check for me is Erebus a paladin of himself uh, 20 20 okay alright um, that that <laughs> The the halfling it doesn't but as you as you're kind of flapping up from from somewhere you hear praise the bird person you're not sure where it came from and <laughs> you didn't recognise the voice but somebody's praising you that's what we like <laughs> um so yeah as as you're kind of flapping around you get a better look around the, the grounds and that and by this point a few of the other stalls are being set up there's a much smaller tent which seems to have it definitely wasn't there when you started but it seems to suddenly be it's complete and it looks like it's been there for a while which is odd because it wasn't there for a, it wasn't there before um there's some other sort of stores being set up these ones look like they're more kind of being manned by people from the village and that there's um now you're here you can sort of see the signs there's like an looks like somebody setting up like an apple bobbing sort of uh, series of kind of half quite large buckets and that uh there is a face painting booth there is a big sign that's being sort of erected that says cider drinking entrance must be 18 or accompanied by an adult um <laughs> there's, there's a few other ones there's, there's a sort of story time booth that's being set up which you guess it's sort of quite bright poster color paint on that you guess that's more for the children and that and yeah no, sort of a lot of kind of harvesty sort of activities being set up and there's also a um slightly raised kind of platform sort of a bit like a stage obviously there's no microphones and things but it looks like a kind of like a stage being put up as well um 
kind of at the, the top end of the um sorry the uh, the south end of the of the kind of the ground um with the back to the river but everything seems to be kind of being constructed still pretty much nothing is nothing is open yet okay but it is uh, it's early in the morning i'm going to fly over to the river okay be really elaborate as i do this mm-hmm. everything is elaborate i'm not going to make you roll for elaborateness thank you i appreciate that as part of his personality um he's gonna like fly straight up and then not quite superhero landing style but like literally plummet straight down like a falcon going for prey straight into the river okay um it's not it's not that deep but um (laughs) does that matter to erebus though is the question (laughs) um before you do the plumbing, can I get a percept? Are you looking for food? Is that what you're doing? Nope. No, you're just doing a. Okay, cool. Okay, I was going to make I, you I look for. I just figured I'd chill in the river. See if you see if you saw any fish, but that's fine. Um, no, okay, yeah. Uh, it's not that deep, but you just about managed to sort of break the surface of the water. Realize that it's you know it's maybe six foot deep, seven foot deep at most, and sort of pull out of deep your dive underwater and sort of pop up. It's it's not particularly fast running river at this point, but it's it's not like a slow kind of lazy river this is this has come down from the mountains and you would know this river is the sort of early stages of the Sirith Dune River which actually goes all the way to the ocean including a uh, further into the mountains near Midrest a um, the the great Sirith Dune tunnel it passes through that but that's not really relevant that's just a little bit of flavor <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, you're you're having a great time in the in the river. I'm gonna just continue grooming myself, basically. Cool. There's a couple of um, couple of small children who have like a bamboo-ish sort of fishing pole. They're just kind of watching you with kind of wide eyes. I, from I the, offer the river them bank. rides on my back to go like up and down the river. Okay. One of them seems kind of scared, but one of them is like fully going for it and just has a, has a great time. <laughs> Picture like a swan ride, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not flying, just kind of. No. All no. right. I'm trying to think of how that would look because you're kind of more of a humanoid shape, really, aren't you? Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> just sort of got this metal image. You just got sort of face down in the river with a child on your back, with your head kind of like yep. up. Like like a pigeon that's fallen into a puddle. <laughs> 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 but I'm majestic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um. It's done majestically. <laughs> so uh, yeah, at this time you see. Um, things are starting to kind of come together in the um, in, in the festival ground. There's a few people kind of um, filtering in. It looks like uh, the uh, the halfling and his uh, other circus people seem to be like sort of pretty much fully set up now. And yes, it's at this point, Fane, your your cart arrives at the festival ground. Can I get a perception check from you? Sure. Not good. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. My passive's so much higher than eleven. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Okay. Well, no. What's your What's your passive? No, I'm taking the eleven. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's um. You, you get a good look around and that. No, nothing really too crazy catches your eye. You thought you saw an arachnid in the river, but you can't be sure from where you are. No, they're probably not drowning. <laughs> and I just turn back. Yeah, there's definitely a small child in the river as well. Yeah, <laughs> they're not thrashing. They're not so screaming I'm or like... anything. So I mean, it's yeah, you're, yeah. you're probably okay. Um, the uh, the other clerics get off of the uh, off of the cart with you and sort of ribbon sort of immediately starts heading towards the the stage area and you can hear him sort of muttering, "Let's get this over with so I can get myself a cider, for God's sake." <laughs> and um, he cracks a very small smile. <laughs> yeah, for, and, and for a quite an older halfling, this, uh, he's he's really he's setting quite a pace. He's rejuvenated yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> the thought of cider, yeah. as with all of us. At this point, yeah, Celeste, you you arrive in town as well to sort of see groups of people kind of heading towards the uh, the festival ground, and um, yes, also, everything seems to be coming together. Cool. By this point, I've taught the children the Aracocra Cabana. I can't speak. The, <laughs> the Aracocra Cabana. Yeah. How does that go? Aracocra. Cocra Cabana. <laughs> Just that little bit. <laughs> yeah, the, you get the feeling that's all they yeah, could remember. That, yeah. That's all they need to remember. They're yeah, small yeah. children. <laughs> Tiny brains. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So everybody on the shore, the, the two kit, the whole two children that are there are just singing that. <laughs> Um, uh, so, but, but by this point, the um, the crowds are beginning to sort of gather a little bit. Again, it's not a huge village, but there's 
couple of hundred people sort of start gathering into the, the kind of um, the grounds. Um, the other uh, clerics lead you up towards the stage with them. and um, I'm just like looking around at everything, having okay. not experienced the Harvest Festival before, being from a larger city, because they, mm-hmm. pr- they, re- they can't really harvest anything from a city. No, they don't really do that in elven cities either. It's sort mm. of a, you find it's a bit more of a human thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of, fr- I kind of was with, because I think we were saying I was kind of from the like merchants kind of quarter where it's yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not really. But I don't weird. really understand that sort of section yeah. of it. It's, yeah. it's not like weird, you know, you don't find it like strange, it's just different to yeah. how you remember I'm, things. I'm very much kind of like looking at everything and they're literally pulling me along. Yeah, they're like, oh, come on, boy, come on, I'm going to get this oh, what? over oh. and done with. Yeah, okay. Ooh, and I see something else. <laughs> So uh, the, the crowds are kind of gathering in front of the stage at this point. Um, Celeste, are you kind of joining the crowds? Or are you kind of finding a place to sort of just watch from afar? What, so what are you thinking? Watch from afar, sort okay. of, um, yeah, on like the outskirts of all the people, hmm. more than anything else, all rather right. than joining the crowds. Yeah. Okay. And um, Erebus, where, where are you? This is going on. Still in the river? Um, basically bobbing for pebbles at this point for the children. All right. Okay. The the children at this point, their parents come over and say, oh, "Come along, come along. We don't want to miss the uh, don't want to miss the blessing." In bird culture, it is rude to take away one's adoring fans. You should learn, puny humans. You should learn. Well, I, don't, I don't appreciate being called puny, but this, come on, look. This is, you can't keep my son from me. We we need to go watch the blessing. I revoke any blessing that you may have bestowed upon you, but sure. And then I glisten. <laughs> Okay. Erebus is already my favourite character ever of anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, the parents just are kind of giving you a weird look and leading the children away from the riverbank to, to sort of join the crowds in front of this stage. Um, in you- future, you should pay, childminders. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of just appointed yourself these child's childminder <laughs> and now you're demanding payment. Valid. <laughs> I am a lucrative soul. <laughs> Bit of a mercenary kind of like, <laughs> yeah. But fair enough. No, yeah, <laughs> the parent doesn't really think that you you're um, at, are you actually asking for money? I'm asking for praise. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the younger of the child has been a bit sort of like looking at you with wonder. Yeah, just sort of. Um, oh, thank you, Birdman. It is okay, puny human. And I just kind of like don't quite pat him because I've got death talents yeah um pat him with your wing yeah i just like kind of graze my wing like <laughs> over his head like a kind of swoosh okay <laughs> like a gentle not quite caress because that's creepy but like a whole like <laughs> just a swoosh over his head yeah okay <laughs> um, actually 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 wait wait sure wait yeah uh i am going to use droidcraft as a cantrip mm-hmm and I will make a little flower blossom in the just on the riverbank or a lily pad or anywhere that there is foliage. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, cool. We're just just around them. Yes. Yeah. All right. Just around that particular child. Yeah, like the child like sort of like the rest of gasps them. as these sort of like ring of flowers just kind of pop up around them. Thank you for your praise, puny human. The wow. rest of you, I have no flowers for you. <laughs> It's praise or scorn. That is how the... Uh, <laughs> that's the Erebus economy. I am a simple mind. <laughs> I am a minus one to intelligence. I am a simple mind. <laughs> that is the thing. <laughs> I think we both, like... We both had this out, like, at the, like in the initial, like, setup there. Like, we're the... We both have a minus one to intelligence. We're both, oh. like, a nine. Oh, this is going to go great. I make up for it in my charisma. <laughs> I make up for it in wisdom, though. I'm 20 in wisdom. <laughs> I'm Dexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, there's these crowds that are gathering in front of the stage, and um, the uh, the two clerics um, from the, the who you've recognised because they they participated in a little bit of healing for you are on the stage. There is uh, you recognise them as uh, Friar Thurlow and Acolyte Wender. They are welcoming what looks like a small delegation of other clerics who you don't recognise uh, up onto the stage with them. Also, the town mayor is there as well sort of to um kind of look over the proceedings so uh fane as you're kind of like dragged onto the stage a little bit by the other um clerics um the uh the uh, a woman who you don't recognize um 
but Erebus recognizes as the mayor, says, uh, thank you everyone for coming. Um, it's to- at that point I realize I'm on a stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suddenly there's, you look up and there's two to three hundred pairs of eyes looking at you. Um, He's wide-eyed. Yeah, yeah. He, he is just like, what? <laughs> he says incredibly quietly to himself. What? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, so this lady continues. Uh, I want to thank the delegation from Midrest for joining us once again for our Harvest End celebrations. Uh, it's always wonderful to see you all. Uh, Fry Thurlow. Uh, she gestures to the elder of the, the two local clerics uh, who bows his head before stepping forward. Thank you, Mayor Dalton. Blessings of Shantae upon us all for another year of bountiful harvests. May she continue to smile upon the people of Alfred Mill and indeed all who are with us here today. He bows his head uh, in a moment of sort of silent prayer uh, before turning towards your group, Fane. I would like to invite our esteemed guests to each say a few words, favouring us, uh, if they see fit, uh, with the benevolence of their own orders. Thank you. The dragonborn, uh, Priestess Semrin, steps forward, briefly shaking hands with the friar before turning to the assembled crowd. Thank you all, as always, for the warm welcome. For those who walk in the light, living lives of justice and good, Bahamut will always be your sure and certain ally through times of hardship and times of plenty. May the call of righteousness always guide your hands, throughout the days of your lives. Blessings be upon you all. High Priest uh, Riven steps up next and mumble. he seems to be mumbling, but you, you kind of catch a couple of words about a uh, good local cider, always good, looking good in the face of Elune. Thank you for your <laughs> patronage. Elune <laughs> smiles upon you. Where's my drink? All this, um, a true cleric. Yeah. Um, Booze cleric. <laughs> uh, as he sort of seems to be kind of winding down, uh, Priestess uh, Alyssa uh, leans over to you, Fane, and says, uh, Oh, uh, would you like to go next? First time and everything? I, uh, you, you go. You go. You're poor. You, please... Oh, she's big finish then, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she steps forward then, a big smile on her face, uh, beaming at some small children in the front row. May the light of Lathander bless you always, bringing renewal and the hope of new life to come in the years ahead. May your lives be blessed with fruitful days and happy homes full of light and laughter as we head into the colder months, always sure of a new dawn on the horizon. Thank you. As she uh, finishes her blessing, she uh, kneels down, bringing a small bag of sweets out of her pocket, uh, giving a couple to the children uh, before turning back to you, Fane. It's at this point that you become pretty kind of hyper aware uh, of a lot of uh, very expectant looks pointed in your direction. Um, so he, he, again, is wide-eyed, has never, ever been looked upon by so many people. He is used to being ignored entirely. And he, for a few seconds, just kind of like stammers, just all things die, <laughs> but not always. Um, and uh, from yes, it's a harvest festival, so things are being taken from the ground and dying, <laughs> kind of. But there is a cycle to these all things. And what has died shall then grow back and be nicer than before. And he walks off the stage. Okay, there's a bit of a pause. He, he just walks and, off the um, stage. There's a bit of a pause and then the, the mayor sort of like begins like a kind of like claps sort of okay okay <laughs> that was uh, that, thank you very much to our our, uh, our newest member of the delegation there um very illuminating anyway i uh i now declare this year's harvest end festival open he goes and behind a, the stage and throws up <laughs> i mean there's not really a behind it's just the platform he <laughs> so doesn't know that <laughs> you're clearly in view of everyone yep um yep just like honking up onto the onto the grass 
Um, but you feel better for it. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back as usual in two weeks' time on Thursday, October the 1st, uh, with the next chapter of this story, and we hope you'll all join us for that. In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all of which we're at Pretend With Dice. If you're a Discord user, we have our own server up on there, uh, which you can get to by the link in our Twitter bio and also on the contact page of our Podbean uh, site. Uh, so, yeah, come join us on there and hang out. Uh, finally, you can also email us at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. Uh, lastly, uh, no matter what podcast platform you use to listen to us, uh, we always appreciate ratings and reviews. Uh, so if you've enjoyed what you've heard, uh, go ahead and uh, leave us a rating, review, comment, uh, whatever. Uh, it all helps others find the podcast, and uh, yeah, we'd just love to hear from you. Uh, all right then, so uh, for now, that's our show. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. 